You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Oh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio. Good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Beloveds, I got a special guest for you this morning. Here's going to knock the socks off, I'm telling you. Help change my life. And I'm telling you, change my life. He's a health and wealth. And we met on Clubhouse, but I had him on my podcast a year ago, and there opened my eyes. There's something special for me, but he's going to do something special for you. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you the one, the only, Nathan Redman. Nathan, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back to the Morning Coffee. I'm so appreciative of you being here on the Morning Coffee and on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Nathan, I don't want to hold you up. I want people to, to, to get to know you. And I know they heard the first interview we had here Power Me Up and um, from, from the Morning Coffee. But I want to talk to you now about what's going on with you and um, we're going we're gonna to deal with the special thing that happened in my life <laughs> that, that create. But I want, to, I want you to give my soul motivators here um, a little um, a background on you and, and, and where you got started and where you're from and everything like that. Because those know you to get to know you and we'll go from there. So, Nathan, tell people who you are and where you're from. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me. Um, I, I love sharing. I love sharing my story, and I love connecting with people uh, because I know that I know that there's a lot of people out there that are in a similar boat to what I was in just a few years ago. And and helping anyone that I can is really kind of my mission in life. So, uh, I'm a Texas boy. I wasn't born here, but there's a saying in Texas, I wasn't born in Texas, but I got here as fast as I could. Um, <laughs> I was born in Iowa. My parents were pastors of a church in Iowa way back in the early 70s. And uh, six months after I was born, they moved to Houston, which was where my mom was actually from. Uh, mm-hmm. Came back home and uh, pretty much raised in Texas ever since then. And uh, lived out in a town called Odessa, Texas. And well known for the movie Friday Night Lights, Odessa Permian was the high school that I graduated from back in 1990, right. way back in the day when uh, you know the Friday Night Lights book and the movie came out and all that stuff about Permian football. That's where I went to high school, and so I've been in Texas most of my life, and um, went to college in San Marcos, graduated with a degree in exercise and sports science from at the time called Southwest Texas State University. And I, my goal, my mission, my, you know, my world was all about coaching basketball. Grew up playing basketball, high school, a little bit of college. And uh, I wanted to coach basketball for the rest of my life. I had a dream 
to coach Division One college basketball and to coach in the Final Four. I mean, this is my time of year right now. We're in March Madness. Yeah, We're deep in March too. Madness right now. <laughs> so this was uh, this is what I dreamed to be one of these coaches that you see in March Madness where they're, they just come bust through the coaching scene. Nobody's ever heard of them before, and then they make waves and, and go from there. That was what I wanted to do. I wanted to coach basketball, and I did that. I graduated from college in 96, started coaching basketball, and coach basketball for a little over 20 years. Um, and then about three years ago, I found myself in a pretty, uh, I wouldn't want to say dire straits necessarily, but my health was really failing physically. Mm-hmm. Um, I had allowed myself to get uh, to a point of being, you know, clinically obese. I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes um, and I, I was just sick. That's really what it boils down to. I was sick. And in back in March of 2019, almost exactly three years ago, I reached a breaking point. And um, I had I had some friends in California that were health coaches, and I had been watching them through social media, helping a lot of people. And I saw a lot of testimonials and a lot of pictures of people they had been helping. And I was really blown away. But, you know, the whole time I was watching them post these pictures and share these stories of people they had helped, I just wasn't ready. Um, you know, we all, we all have the point when it comes to, especially when it comes to things like weight loss and our health, we have to reach a point where we're ready. You know, we're not right. all ready. You know, 40% right. of Americans are overweight or obese. Unfortunately, 40% of Americans aren't ready to do something about it. Uh, probably hmm. about 10% of the people that need to do something about it are ready right now. Uh, but I was ready in March of 2019. I reached that breaking point and I was ready. I reached out to my buddy and I said, look, man, I know you can help me. I need your help. What do you do? How's this coaching thing work? How are you helping all these people lose all this weight and get healthy? And he walked me through the program in about 10 or 15 minutes on the phone. And I said, man, I'm in. Let's go. And so that's right. what started this journey. And so uh, at the time, I was about 225 pounds. Um, I was type two diabetic and within 90 days of starting this program, uh, I dropped uh, 40 pounds and I went from 225 Mm. to 185, which is lighter than I was when I got married back in Mm. 1996. I was almost at my high school weight at age 48. And that was a pretty radical transformation. And I mean, as you can imagine, when you lose that kind of weight and you're in your late 40s, when most people struggle to lose weight, people are watching you and noticing. And then people just start asking questions. Man, what are you doing? How are you losing this weight? How, tell me. I need the secret. Right. Let me in, you know. And uh, it started with a couple of family members and then a couple of coworkers and some people I went to church with. And next thing I know, I'm helping like 10, 15 people that, that want my help. And I'm showing them how to do the same program I'm doing. And it just kind of took off from there. Um, And within about a year of starting this little, I guess you could call it a side hustle, um, my side hustle had gotten to a point where I didn't have to work my regular job anymore. And I decided, uh, right, honestly, right in the middle of COVID, when the heat of COVID hit back in the the summer of 2020, um, I decided to walk away from teaching and coaching basketball and to just become a health coach because at that time, um, when COVID was as was blowing up in the spring and in the summer of 2020, um, the the news had kind of come out that people that were the most at risk were people that fit into the category that I had just brought myself out of, 
Right. And I thought to myself, man, there's a lot of people that need my help. And so the timing was really perfect. And I was able to help a lot of people in 2020 that had reached out and said, look, I'm in a, I'm in high risk. I'm a high risk candidate for COVID and having severe symptoms. I need to get this under control. Can you help me? And so that's what launched me into doing this thing full time. And here we are, I'm about three years almost into being a, a health coach. And it's all I do. I wake up in the morning. I get on the phone with my clients. I help them from day to day and uh, just watch people transform their lives. And it's easily the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Um, not, but not that coaching kids and coaching basketball wasn't rewarding, but mm-hmm. one of the things that's unusual about being a teacher and a coach is a lot of times you don't know the impact that you're making on people. They might come back to you 5, 10, 15 years down the road and find you and tell you, man, you really made a difference in my life. You really changed the course of my life. And I've had that happen, but I haven't seen the physical, like undeniable rapid results and seeing the impact that I was I'm making on adults now. Uh, I didn't see that as a teacher in the same in the same way. Um, I have clients that from week to week to week consistently tell me, man, I don't know where I'd be without you. I don't know what I do. This is this is changing my life. This is saving my life. And so this is easily one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my entire life. Well, let me say this, Nathan, you have helped change my life. So I have to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I want to ask you though, Nathan, um, now you, you, you spoke about, you know, you found yourself, you know, obese and then being diagnosed with um, type two diabetes. And um, like what led to that? What, what, what led to you reaching that point in your life where what was going on in your life where you, you know, found yourself obese and in 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 the that uh state of, of diabetic, you know, type two diabetes? Yeah. Well, you know, there's an old saying that um and I might not I might butcher it a little bit, but it's this the concept is this. If you take a frog and you put it in a pot of cold water and you slowly increase the temperature on that water that frog will stay there until it boils to death. But Mm. if you take that same frog and throw it straight into a pot of boiling water, it'll jump out immediately. Well, I was the guy in the cold water, and over a period of years, I've been married 25 years. I'm 49 years old. I'll be 50 in June. Um, Over a period of years, just one bad decision after another, one drive-through stop at McDonald's or wherever, you know, one after another, you know, one day after another of not exercising. I mean, all these little things over time, they just start to accumulate. And, you know, I'm no different. I'm no different than most men. You know, most 50 year old men would say, you know what, that's me. You know, years (laughs) have passed. I started having kids. I got a career. My priorities changed. My activity level went down. Um, I had a sedentary job where I sat on in a chair for most of the day. I didn't get the activity I needed. I wasn't eating properly. I was stressed. I mean, all these things in in American culture that that push us towards this state of being uh, overweight and eventually obese, it's so common. And I was just one of those normal everyday guys that just let that water start to slowly warm up year after year after year until it got to a point of boiling. And when I got that diagnosis of type 2 diabetes, that was a real wake up call for me to know that I am mm-hmm. headed in the wrong direction. Um, right. But unfortunately I, I depended on the medication that the doctor put me on to try to correct it. 
and it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Um, I was still diabetic six months after being diagnosed and being on medication. And I finally got to a point where I was like, okay, I got to figure out another way. And that's when I reached out to my coach. But, you know, to answer your question very simply, um, I just let the years slowly start to trickle by. And before long, I looked back and I was just in a state of, of being unhealthy. And um, it was just, you know, being the married guy and the dad and having the career that kept me busy. That's just kind of the typical story of, of a lot of men that I, that I connect with and meet on a daily basis now as a coach. That's, that's so true. Cause I can so relate with you with that, uh, Nathan, because same thing with me, you know, that father, husband, you know, you know, sometimes couch potato, you know, having a job that's, you know, sit behind the desk and, you know, same thing. And I just, found myself gaining weight and gaining weight and gaining weight and then going up and down, you know, get on this, you know, weight loss program or that program or, or join the gym, then quit the gym. And, you know, you know and, you know, I, I was going through that. Now, my question to you is why do you think that so many people struggle with, with weight loss? Well, I can answer that in a very short sentence. And it comes from a book that we use with my program um, called the Habits of Health. And mm -hmm. for the very first chapter of Habits of Health, it makes a very bold statement. And the statement is this, it's not your fault. Now, that sounds a little bit strange to most people that, that, that feel like, you know, they're personally responsible for their own health. They've made their decisions, they've eaten things, and they've not exercised and whatnot. But the thing that causes most people in America, especially to struggle with weight loss, is that the food industry in America is designed to make you fail. It's mm. it's it, the cards are stacked against us from from the word go. And right. it, it has to do with the fact that um, you walk into a grocery store uh, here. I, I here I'll just challenge anybody listening to this. Walk into a grocery store. Go buy your regular amount of groceries, the same things you'd normally buy, and look on the ingredients and look for this one particular ingredient. Look for the word high fructose corn syrup, mm. and you will find that in an overwhelming majority of the foods that you buy, well, high fructose corn syrup is one of the most dangerous things that we can eat that specifically causes obesity. It causes type 2 diabetes over time. It causes right. so many of the problems. So when I say it's not your fault, what I'm saying is the food industry has set this thing up to where you basically are going to fail unless you swim upstream in a very big way to try to fight against what they're doing. So it's not your fault. The reason people are not able to lose weight in America is because our food industry is set up against us. Unfortunately, our government allows the foods that we have to be loaded with chemicals and with processed foods and, and, and ingredients that are not good for us, but they're cheap and they're easy to make and they're profitable. And that's what the industry is all about. People want to make money. And so we get stuck in the middle having to buy foods that aren't just simply aren't healthy for us. And so it's not your fault is just basically a way of saying the, the, the industry is set up against you, and we have to just be a lot more cognizant of what we're putting in our bodies. And we have to make some really hard choices, and sometimes that might involve spending a little bit more money than what you might want to spend in order to eat healthy. Uh, but right. that's the main reason that I think a lot of people struggle with weight loss is that the, the food industry is just set up 
to, to make us fail. And there's, that's out of our control. It's, it's really, really a difficult situation, but there are answers. There are definitely answers. And that's basically what I live my life every day to do is help people find those answers. Right. Right. And, and you mentioned that, you know, our habits, you know, you know, keep us from, from eating healthy and doing, doing the right thing. But how do our habits come into play when it, when it, with weight loss and, and how can someone change those habits? How can they make that shift, that, that paradigm shift to, to go from um, that health, you know, the health decline to health positive? Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a, uh, a misconception in the, in the world of habits. Um, there's a couple books out there. I would definitely recommend to anybody that's listening. Um, there's a book out there called atomic habits. Mm-hmm. Um, atomic oh, yeah, habits no, is one. a fantastic book by a guy named yes. James clear. It's an all, it's a bestseller, really, really good book. Uh, there's another book out there by a guy named BJ fog. That's called, I think it's called tiny habits. Um, but there's a misconception in the world of habits where people talk about breaking habits. Well, there's really no such thing as breaking a habit. The only thing you can do with a bad habit is you can replace a habit. So we replace bad habits with good habits. So people that try to white knuckle their way through breaking a habit, let's just take smoking as an example. I've never really been a smoker, but to just Mm -hmm. try to white knuckle your way through breaking a habit of doing something like smoking it's really, really difficult to simply break a habit. But what you'll find a lot of people doing with smoking is they'll replace that habit with something else. Like you might find somebody that say, you know what? I just found like I just needed something in my hand or I just needed something in my mouth. So I just found something else to make a new habit with to replace the cigarette. I put something else there and that helped me to be able to replace that habit and break that addiction. So understanding that you can't really break a bad habit you have to replace a bad habit that in in and of itself is a good place to start understanding that, okay, I don't, I can't break this habit, but I do need to replace it with something else so that it just basically becomes less and less of an issue for me. And over time I'll replace that bad habit with something good. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Cause I say to my soul motivated all the time is that, you know, when it comes to habits, you know, you have to have a mind shift and you have to, you have to work from the state of your existence first, and then, you know, replace that story you've been telling yourself for so long yeah. why you have this problem and then come up with the strategy to solve it. And plenty of times what we do is we work backwards. We work with the strategy first, then keep telling the same story and then try to uh, create a new state of existence for ourselves. And that's not going to work. We're going to always fall short and hit a wall and, and, and never get it and then give up. And say things to ourselves like, I tried everything and we yeah. really didn't try everything, but that's what we the story we tell ourselves. Now, Nathan, what are some of the, the key reasons um that people can't lose weight even when they um seem to do all the right things and, and, and you know, that can cause, you know, weight loss? Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a few things and I don't want to, I mean, we could be here all afternoon talking about them, but I'll, I'll give you a couple of like high points. Um, I have clients from time to time that really struggle, even, even on the program that I coach, which is basically you you can't beat it. It's almost impossible to fail at if you, uh, if you follow the structure of it. But occasionally I have some people that that just struggle so much with losing weight. And one of the first things I have them do is I say, okay, I need you to go just set an appointment with your doctor 
and I need you to not only get your blood sugar checked, but I need you to find out what your what your fasting insulin levels are. And insulin is probably one of the biggest culprits of preventing people from being able to lose weight because insulin right. is a fat storing hormone. And when you have insulin in your blood, it prevents you from being able, being able to burn fat. So that would be one thing I would tell anybody that's like, man, I'm trying, I'm doing everything right. I'm counting my macros. I'm, I'm, I'm in a calorie deficit. I'm exercising. I'm doing all the things right. Why can't I lose weight? I would encourage you to go get your blood sugar checked and you mm -hmm. might find, you might find that you're pre-diabetic or diabetic and you just weren't aware because type two diabetes is one of the things that you don't even really know you have it until it gets pretty bad. Right. Um, so that would be one thing. And the second thing that pe causes people to not be able to lose weight, even when they're doing everything right, is another hormone called cortisol. And cortisol mm -hmm. is a stress hormone. So if you're under a lot of stress and you worry about things a lot and you live in a fearful state and you're, you're constantly uh, producing this hormone of cortisol through stress, stress is uh, cortisol is designed to help uh, preserve fat. And that goes right. way back to when we were like, let's just call her, say, cavemen. Way back in our, in our early existence as, as human beings, there, uh -huh. was, there was times during the year where we wouldn't be able to find food. And so whenever we would get in a stressful situation, our body would immediately say, okay, I better hold on to what I've got because I don't know when I'm going to eat again. Well, we still produce cortisol when we're stressed. The problem right. is now we never are at a lack of food. We have a massive amount of stress. We can eat whenever we want, and the body still has this trigger inside of it that says store fat, store fat, store fat, and it comes from the stress hormone of cortisol. So that would be my second right. thing outside of the insulin is if you have a high-stress life, that could be something that's preventing you from being able to lose weight. And so a method to try to uh, minimize that would be um, I'm a big believer in, in meditation. Uh, there are some right. absolutely phenomenal stress-reducing um, elements towards meditation, towards breathing exercises. Um, exercise is something that helps minimize stress levels. Um, and then laughter. I mean, I remember back in as, as a kid, I would read Reader's Digest, and I would always skip in Reader's Digest to the section called Laughter is the Best Medicine. Yeah, and There was yeah. always a little piece of Reader, and that remember was the that. first thing I'd go through. Laughter is the best medicine. I'll tell you what, laughing is one of the best things you can do to lower your stress levels. Um, so, so cortisol, true. cortisol is a, is a fat store. Insulin is a fat store. So those would be two things I would say people might not even know to think about that could be preventing them from losing weight when they're doing all the other things. Right. 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 Yeah. Cause you know, my soul motivated this gentleman here, Nathan Redman, he is my health and wellness coach. Now when Nathan was on the morning coffee before uh, we had, Met each other through Clubhouse, and his story was so resonating with me. I had him on the morning coffee, and he was telling his story and helping helping you. You're so motivated, helping you out. And I had said to you, Nathan, I said, I think I need you to coach me, because <laughs> at the time, remember, Nathan, I was oh, yeah. I was at three hundred and I was at three hundred and five pounds at the time. OK, so now when I finally got the, the courage up to call Nathan and say, hey, but, but in between that, Nathan was 
staying in touch with me and everything like that, actually checking on me and everything. Okay. Just calling just to say, Hey, you know, God told me that, you know, see the check on you see, and, and, and to get you in, in, into the groove of, of getting yourself back into the health, you know, uh, of things. And I said, you're so right. Because at the time my wife was sick and everything like that, battling breast cancer. And she was so sick at the time. That's all I concentrated on. I wasn't eating properly. Things wasn't going, you know, the way it should be going. So I, I actually gained 10 more pounds at that time. I really gained more, 15 more pounds. So when my wife passed and everything, I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing, you know, things that I should do. I called Nathan and I said, Nathan, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. And I was at 315. And I said, Nathan, I think it's time because it's not going to get any better for me if I don't take this, take this step to get to wellness. And Nathan said, I got you. And we we went from there, and I'm gonna tell everyone right here now on the morning coffee. I went from 3:15, and that was January, right, Nathan? Yeah, it was about right, nine January, weeks sir. ago, eight or nine yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, nine weeks ago, January, and I was 3:15. Today I stand at 281. Okay, so I I lost 34 pounds in nine weeks. Nice. This here, this here works, and this program works, and Nathan as a coach is remarkable. That's why I say this man has helped saving my life. And Nathan, I'm telling you, I, I want to here on the morning coffee because when we first had our first journey, <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I was saying, you know, I brought you on to help my listeners and help my tribe, and I said, uh, Epiphany came across, and, and you know, you had that aha moment. That aha moment was happening right at that time, right at that moment, and uh, you know. And you said, okay, let's do this. But it yeah. took me it took me a while to really call you back and say, hey, let's get this done. But I am so glad I did this, and I'm so appreciative of you and everything. Nathan, I want you to tell my tribe, the Soul Motivators, how they can get in touch with you and how they can get started. So uh, I'm easy to find on social media. Um, my Instagram handle is my name, Nathan Redman, health coach. And my last name is spelled R-E-D-M-O-N. So Nathan Redman, health coach on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at uh, Health Coach Redman. If you just do facebook.com slash Health Coach Redman, you'll find me there. And you can just straight up email me at uh, my email address is info at theintentionaltransformation.com. Uh, the Intentional Transformation is my uh, company. It's, uh, the It Factor Coaching is what I have a company under that name. But info at theintentionaltransformation.com. You can email me there. And look, I am. I tell people this all the time. Um, I'm not in the business of twisting people's arms. I'm not in the business of selling people anything. I have a prayer that I say on a regular basis, and you're an answer to that prayer. But that prayer is, God, Whoever you want me to serve, just put them in my path and I'll serve them. That's it. And so you got put in my path and there was a reason for that. And if there's anybody listening to this that feels like, you know what, the timing of hearing this is perfect for where I am right now. I'm going to at least call and just ask a few questions. I can tell you right now, I will promise you I will not try to convince you to do anything. I'll just talk to you about what your goals are, how I might be able to help you, and we'll just go from there. But I'm not an arm twister, and I'm not going to try to convince anybody to do anything. When you're ready, you're ready. And that's one of the reasons that I stayed in touch with you is because when we first started talking, you just weren't ready. And so I just wanted to maintain relationship and stay in communication with you 
because we all reach that breaking point that I talked about on my own personal story where we say, okay, now I'm ready. And whenever you're ready, I just wanted to be there to make sure to be able to help you out. And obviously everything has worked out in that uh, very well. So I'm excited for what you're doing. And I would love to help anybody listening that feels like they just need a little bit of help. Yeah. When a student, student is ready, the teacher will come. <laughs> That's how it goes. When a student is ready, the teacher will come. Nathan, I thank you so much for being on the morning coffee again. And this was, again, a gem and a, and a drew that you brought here. I just wanted to bring you back because I wanted to throw a motivator to, to that heard you the you know the first time you was on the morning coffee to, to see the progress and understand what's, what was going on with me um because then i didn't join you but now i did and and i am so appreciative of what you have helped me to accomplish and the journey that you're helping me to accomplish more and more and more so i thank you i thank you i thank you you're very welcome so so motivated I will be back. I'm going to take a small pause for the course, and I'll be right back after these messages here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. You are listening to Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart, powered by Raven International. And I'm back, beloved. Once again, I want to thank Nathan Redman for being such a great, great, Great guest today on the morning coffee, and uh, again, like I said, I, I can say this plenty of times because Nathan is helping me so much in my uh, wellness journey, my health and wellness journey, and he is there for me so much as my health and wellness coach. Take it from me, okay? So, beloveds, we're gonna take our deep breaths and say our affirmation prayer for the day, and uh, and. Uh, Get our strength from the uh, the Almighty above and all right. So let's uh, let's get oxygen to our brains and and our and our cells and, and and our hearts and spirit. So breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloved. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. That is your protection affirmation prayer for today. Beloved, you take that with you to work, school, or play. And remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Y'all have a blessed, 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 blessed day today. It's all about your health and your wealth. All right? Here on the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. On Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. Y'all be well. I love you.